Assalamu alaikum. May the peace that only God can give be upon you. Welcome to Radio Islam. I'm your host, Tariq Alameen, and you can keep up with us on social media by following and liking our pages on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Radio Islam USA. Use that same username to subscribe to the podcast wherever you get yours at. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, SoundCloud, TuneIn, Spotify, and many more platforms at Radio Islam USA. Subscribe, rate, review, and most importantly, share. That's right. Don't be stingy. Uh, we want to thank our sponsor, Recycle Processes and CIOGC. That's the Council of Islamic Organizations of Greater Chicagoland for their continued support. Uh, with that family, we're going to get right into it. I am happy to have joining me the ever impressive Halima Elamin. Assalamualaikum. Okay. And why are you impressive? <clears throat> Tell people why you're impressive. This is your shot. I will not do this again. If you don't get it right now, then it's all, you know, no one's listening. I will not do this again. You're a singer? I'm a singer. You're a, you're a writer? I'm a clog dancer. You're, you're not a clog dancer. How do you know? How you're do you know this? Why are you so certain? Okay, so um, Halima Elamine, if you did not catch that, uh, that, that name, she is my youngest sister. Uh, she's had dreams of grandeur. <laughs> she's, she's wanted that to, I'm living out right now. Yeah. Hey, it does. It does not get any higher <laughs> than this. You are on Radio Islam. You you are with the uh, the preeminent host of hosts. The hostess with the mostest. Would you say? Would you? The hostess is a woman. First of all, I'm the host. Okay. Anyway, all right, we have no time for your foolishness. So um, today we are talking about uh, children. And we're talking about the differences between... Uh, so there's an eight-year difference between us. Clearly. Um, uh, anyway, there's an eight-year difference. Um, I have three daughters, and you have... Uh, two koala bears. She has a son and a daughter. Well, the daughter's the oldest, right? So you got a 12-year-old and a soon-to-be 11-year-old. Soon right. I have twin 18-year-olds uh, now and uh, soon-to-be, inshallah, with God's permission, God willing, a 16-year-old. Mm -hmm. Now, we grew up in quite a different time, right? So I'm a, I'm a, a 70s baby, grew up in the 80s. All right. I grew up in the 80s. Uh, I would even say the 90s, too. Right. Because I think when you think about. No, no. Which. What? The 90s belong to me. No, no. Look. Not up for debate. Anyway, I, I, I graduated. I came out of high school in 90. You came out in 99. Yes. OK. All right. Well, I mean, so that's different. So they mean different things to us. Mm -hmm. Right. So there was no social media. Thank God, there was <laughs> there was no social media. Uh, I remember uh, carrying a pager mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. was not even on beeper. Yeah, yeah. I was straight I fronting. I was fronting. You had a real beeper. <laughs> I did. I had a real. Oh, see, no, I had see through, see through. All right, so I had Pop's pager uh, that wasn't he wasn't using, but I was so embarrassed. <laughs> I was so embarrassed to have a curfew mm -hmm. that. I would carry the pager with me and make it vibrate 
right? I would just cut it off, cut it right back on. Now it, it would now it wouldn't vibrate. It would make the every make the day noise. around around eleven forty five. No, 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 it's like ten o'clock. <laughs> yeah, I had to be back home by eleven, mm. and this is as a senior. Oh, you need a travel time to get back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I would you know cut it on and. It would beep, 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 beep. And I would be like, oh, man, y'all, I got to, you know, let me go check this out and get to the phone real quick. You know, talking to nobody. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay, I'll be there in a minute. <laughs> Just really sad, really pathetic, pathetic stuff, right? But, but I mean, those were rough times. And, um, yeah, yeah, I'm just kind of shaking myself, shaking my head at myself. But anyway, that's that's what I had to do, right? <laughs> to save face, uh, to not be that, you know, not be that kid um, who had to get back. So this is a time before cell phones. Well, no, no, people. Well, we didn't know nothing about cell phones. Right? There were, yeah, we didn't know car anything. phones. There were car phones back in the day. Uh, and actually, I had one of those, too. I didn't mean to say back in the day. Back in the day, yeah. there were car phones. But this was like 93, 92, 93. Mm-hmm. I had a bag phone. You remember everybody, you know, you get your bag phone. There's a phone in the bag. It was a phone <laughs> in a bag. And you take it, you go, you know, you walk through. Back then, you walk through Evergreen Plaza. And, you know. <laughs> Carrying your bag phone. <laughs> oh, people walking around with their face-offs. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. or pull-out stereos or mm-hmm. whatever. But the bag phone was, that was that was the thing. To show you, you know, it's just amazing. The, the stuff that we do is just... I miss the bag phone era. Absolutely ridiculous. Yes. And you know, mine was never never on. <laughs> but Not, somehow you had the No, no, no. It was supposed to be on. Uh, so I had a friend who got us the phones and then uh, was supposed to have them cut on... His worked. Mine didn't work. Mm. You know, plugged into the cigarette lighter mm-hmm. and, you know, it didn't work. But you talk about bag phones today. These young people, they have no idea about bag phones. They have no idea about, I don't know, I don't even know if they know about pagers. They might. I think, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Maybe. Yeah. But anyway, I mean, we're talking about, I guess we're talking about technology and how we, uh, how we utilized it, and how our children utilize technology uh, today, and how how it shaped them. And I and I said I'm so glad that social media was not around back then, because, man, I mean to think, like how would how would that have shaped me as a as a 16 year old, you know, as a 17 year old? What would that have done to me? Well, heck, even even sooner, because these kids are on social media. 10, 11 years old now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're looking at how our kids, how they utilize social media. Um, I guess, I guess that is the, that's the defining, that's the new realm. Yeah. Right? Social media. Yeah. Social media. I mean, there are no pagers and, uh, and the stuff that I use, like I use technology. I use the beeper mm-hmm. to have, uh, to play a part in presenting myself to my social group, mm-hmm. right? To those few folks that I was hanging around with to say I was somebody really that I, that I wasn't right? Or, or to pretend that I didn't have any, um, curfew. Yeah. 
You had a curfew. There's nothing whole yeah, but I yeah. Oh, I had a curfew. I had a curfew. I think um it it comes with uh it just comes with any generation at that age. You and, and a lot of times it takes people um decades to grow out of that and to get that reality hit that says, um, you know, I don't care what other people are thinking of me. Um, I see things. I love those people. You know, it's, I respect it's a, them. it is, it's a, it's a beautiful way to live your life. And I tell my kids all the time, I say, you have to, um, you have to not care what people think, but you should always still care about the people. Mm. So you can't you can't worry about what you know what goes on in somebody else's head is none of your business unless they to, you know get out of here <laughs> <laughs> just drop the Lima line on you <laughs> I'm sure that's in a book or something somewhere right yeah. but um, if if we get through these uh, these times and we're able to be confident about ourselves that's wonderful. And it takes people years sometimes to get to that point. But when you're that age, especially that age, you do care. You care so much. You care so much about what people think. So you were you were a really snotty kid. No, so, I was wonderful. Um, wonderful. Let, talk about talk about the great times. How <laughs> talk <laughs> talk about how or did social expectations. How that impacted you? How much did other others view of you I think, impact you, the way you the way you acted? How do you see uh, hmm. now looking back? I think that as a kid, I was worried about a lot of things. You know, the regular stuff kids worry about. Um, but I think I was I was quiet a lot because I did have this strong fear of saying the wrong thing. I had all these thoughts in my head that did not necessarily um, get out, you know, because I didn't want them to. Making people soup? People soup? What is people soup? What? You didn't didn't have those kind of thoughts, did you? No. That's not healthy. I did not want to have people soup. Like making people soup? No. You okay, that's good. I'm glad. No, I'm glad. All right, go ahead. I don't even remember what I was saying. You <laughs> just so distracting. Oh, I had thoughts in my head. Not about people. And I not about people. So you weirdo. <laughs> I I did not want. Uh, I didn't want the wrong thoughts to get out. Right uh, mm-hmm. by wrong thoughts, I mean the things that you say in a room of people that immediately get a response um, of, of silence or, you know, Ooh. like raised eyebrows yeah, or yeah. everybody kind of looking around at each other with their arms up like, what the, huh? who is this, what are you talking about? Yeah. So I think for fear of being misunderstood, mm-hmm. I, I toned down a whole lot and, and I, I kind of sort of find myself um, wavering back and forth uh, between say it, say it, say it, and no, 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 don't say that, you know, yeah. um, because uh, when you when you spend time in your own head with your own thoughts, right, you kind of get to know yourself, uh, and it's when people don't have that opportunity 
to spend time with themselves, to get to know themselves, to be able to present a, a confident you to the world. And with kids and adults in life right now, we don't get that time to be alone with ourselves enough. When you're alone with yourself, mm-hmm. like kind of like in, in dialogue, do you imagine that? I don't have dialogue the, with you, myself. You don't. Okay. No. I was going to ask. No. I'm not crazy. No, no, no. That's <laughs> not what I mean. That's not what I mean. Because, no, it's important, like your internal dialogue, that some internal people, voice. No, some people actually do have dialogue. Is it a barefoot person? <laughs> I knew this was going somewhere. I knew this was going somewhere. No. I mean, is of it a... Of course. No. Is it, which, a, is it a person... I mean, is, is, are they, are they uh, well manicured? They're well manicured people floating in a pot of soup. That's sick. <laughs> <laughs> That's sick. I don't want to talk about people's soup. I don't want to talk about bear claw. Don't no, want to no, talk about foot. manicured people. Barefoot, like no shoes on. You know, like. Okay, all right. This is obviously. I will not um, share my inner dialogue that's what I'm setting to to. with you. Yeah, I'm not going to give you the descriptive words so that you can visualize my inner dialogue setting. And then I look up and somehow my setting is in your head. And because we are uh, uh, family members and our DNA sometimes communicates with each other, talking while we're here, we can understand. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. So why don't you why don't you move on? You've taken us really off track. No, so you take this. No, no, please. You've please. taken let's, us off let's track. Let's go. Let's go to because you said uh, something I, that resonated with me, and that is speaking out loud uh, and sharing your thoughts, and then the worry associated with that. Like, man, mm-hmm. is what are they gonna think? Are right. they gonna think I'm crazy? Or I never had think that. I- you know. So I never had that. You always had that. What do you mean? No, I didn't. Yes, no, you I didn't. did. No, no. I mean, well, well no, you've always been a very, um, hmm, I don't want to say uh, bubbly because I was bubbly. That was me. That's my personality trait. Um, loquacious. You can't have it. Um, I'm an actor. So, so what <laughs> yes. I am, and and I see this in my my children. You see glimpses of yourself. Mm. Uh, is that I'm an introvert, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, which is, probably sounds crazy, right, to hear, um, you know. But I think a lot of people who are on whatever whatever level, right? I'm I'm on this level down here, but you got people who, you know, they people who speak or they perform, mm-hmm. um, where they have like public personas, yeah. That quite often these are also people who find it necessary to be by themselves, mm-hmm. you know, because you know I think there's a performative yes aspect, I think so too. And, and there's kind of a, a a drain that comes with that mm-hmm. where you feel like you're giving something, uh, and then you need those moments to retreat, mm-hmm. you know, kind of fall back and see where you're at. So but, sometimes people are like that naturally, though. Like, you're kind of like that naturally. Like, you know, maybe you think it's a persona or maybe it's, you know, maybe maybe you're not thinking it's a persona at all, but you're thinking like, okay, at some point this guy's going to sit down and be like, Whew, all right, that's enough of that. Yeah. Um, but some people are naturally just this way, so it's not necessarily draining on them in the same way that it would for for a person who really is 
um, an expert in um, making sure that the right things come out, making sure that they're they are uh, all well received. Yeah. No, I mean that's, that's just people taxing. studying their their uh, their craft, like you would, you know, study a trade or a skill or whatever. How how do I become more comfortable or more confident, or how do I appear to be this way, or how do I actually implement these things? And you know, a step by step process that you can take um, to be a better you in whatever area that you you know see uh, improvement is needed. Um, but you have to at some point sit down and just be you with you. So everybody shouldn't get all of you. You know, everybody shouldn't get all those thoughts, all those ideas. All you know, you connect with people on levels where you can connect with them. If I can connect with you on, you know, I don't know, you know, uh, quantum physics and, and we're just going, I know not to talk to you about other, other things where we might not make that connection. You know, I might reveal to this person that, Hey, I love knitting or whatever, you know, you connect with different people on different levels. Everybody doesn't need all of, do you, all of you. Do in you that remember matter. gold member? I do. Now, do you remember, um, I mean, well, do, yeah, the character, Gold Member. Yes. And how he kept a skin box. Yes. Okay, so if you it's haven't seen Gold Member, <laughs> I don't, I don't even disgusting. need to describe the character to you. But well, yeah, he's this Dutch guy, who does um, strange things. Just yeah, ugh, does a lot of strange, strange of stuff. But one of those strange things is he has a skin box. He's he's peeling, <laughs> and he. As he peels, he puts them into this so box, nasty. which he eats like potato chips Ugh. later on. Ugh. Nobody's going to want to watch it. He calls it the skin so box. That's exactly why they're going to want to watch the skin, it. The skin box. The skin box. <laughs> and he says he's saving himself for himself Ugh. for later. Ugh. And that's what I thought about when you talked about I am unhappy of <laughs> getting all of you that you have to save some of you for unhappy. you. I thought about gold member. I'm unhappy with that segue. Yeah. You see, see how, you see how oh, the brain works? Disgusting. How the, the associations we make. Of okay. Them. Well, you have strange associations. But what I've also figured out is that whatever we're calling the segment, I think we just need to call it. That's not what it's about. Whatever that's you, whatever you hear in the beginning, start. how we start out with, that has nothing to do with where we're going to end up at. Should it be how do we get here? That's what our we're supposed segment to be talking should be. About the name of it should be how, do we how get did here? we get here? I think that's a great. How did we title. get here? How, yeah, how do we? Because we were supposed to be talking about technology, technology, and this children. new generation, and here we are talking about the skin box, um, you know, and just different. You know what? What? <laughs> I just air flipped the table with all the equipment, <laughs> microphone, everything just went flying in my head. Um, a place where you will never know what it looks like in there. Stop asking head? me about my inner dialogue. Oh, well, no, you know what? Are there trees, Bob? Are there trees? No, do you think Do you think you could have survived? How, how do you think social media would have impacted you? Mm, I don't even. You ever start to think about that? No, I don't. I just, I just feel uh, a, a blissful uh, a gratefulness and gratitude yeah. that, um, that I was able to grow up and and miss that era, miss that part. You know, at that age, you know, you're in it now as an adult, but um, as a kid, oh my gosh, you know, I, I had enough problems. I was this super sensitive empath, and I was just kind of expected to be 
bubbly because that's why I was at home, right? But right. out with other people, I was a little more reserved. Um, but the real me was always fighting through and I wanted to be bubbly. I wanted to be friendly, but also I didn't want to get hurt. I didn't want to, you know, uh, be taken advantage of. Um, the kids, kids now, they are very guarded because they don't want to feel like they're, you know, they, they were used. They don't want to feel like somebody used them. Yeah. So they don't make these connections like they should. You know, everything is like, ah, no big deal, no big deal, no big deal. Uh, and you don't make the connections that you need to make. So um, as a kid, I made some connections, right? But the, the mistakes and the lessons and the wisdom that comes from making wrong connections, that's stuff that you need to experience. You need to experience those things so that you, you know, you know how to maneuver around it. You know how to recognize it. You know how to, um, you know how to, to, to get up and, and fight the next time. Right. But when you never get a chance to experience that because you avoid the social connection, you know, period, no matter what, you just avoid it immediately, then you're losing out, um, yeah, you, you're avoiding a little pain, but you're also missing out on life lessons and wisdom that comes with those um, with those uh, those events in your life, you know? So you you become a better adult. So if if we want to have a good um, a good hold on the type of adults that will be here in this world when we're gone, the ones that we're leaving behind, we have to uh, almost <clears throat> insist almost force upon you know uh, uh the people and ourselves more interaction more direct interaction social media is not making us social at all when it first started i i, I you know you can look back and see oh you gave uh you sent a message to this person just out of the blue for no reason it was something happy and nice and oh you commented here or you talked to this person or you shared this picture and you did this thing and you were genuinely interested and genuinely happy um to reconnect with some of those old connections from your life yeah but when you when you take that away because there's so much of it all the time, you never have felt that disconnection from that person, that all of those, all those important things, all those uh, uh, momentous occasions in their lives, you are not emotionally present there anymore. You, you're like desensitized. You're desensitized to the, you know, new babies being born and, 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 you know, uh, well, I mean, you still kids get to see getting those things, shot and, and you people, still get to see them though. Yeah, right. You, you, I mean, isn't isn't that a plus that you get to see, um, you know, people sharing moments? Now the problem though is, you have the potential to see, but the way Facebook in particular has restricted, yes, what you see, yes, right. I mean that that that's definitely problematic because you don't really get to determine. You know everything you see. They say, "Well, we've changed the algorithm so that the people that you mm -hmm. interact with most can see." You know, you'll see this, you'll see that. It's not true. Yeah, but it's really all about them being able to um, 
it's, it's about monetization. That's yeah. really what it's more about. Because yeah. they know so many people use are using Facebook for business purposes. Uh, mm-hmm. Social um, uh, activists are using Facebook, mm-hmm. you know, to to get messages out, and they're they're trying to put restrictions on those things so so, so that people are paying for the audience, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, because you know, people <clears throat> with five thousand friends—that's the limit now, I think, right? It's been really? Like, yeah. Oh wow. Okay. And but but when you post, it's like you know I don't know what the percentage is, but it's a small amount. Like like for me, I looked up and I think I have like close to three thousand um, friends. Mm-hmm. Right. And you would think that if I if you post something, all three thousand. But those then that's not the way that it works. Yep. And I guess it's also not the way that it it can't work that way to some degree, right? Because there has to be uh, a hierarchy mm. as to who you're going to see first and all that kind of stuff. But um, And you still had the freedom to go to that person's page. And, yeah. you know, like, I don't know if anybody, you know, has time to do that. I mean, not not going but, to a person's page, but looking through your friend list and saying, oh, I want to talk to this person. I haven't talked to you in a yeah. while. Let me go to your page and see. You know, I don't know. If but but really speaking on that, that disconnection, um, especially for our, our young people. I think about the world star effect. And I don't know if, I'm sure somebody's written about it, but yes. how views, right? Views is how you um, gauge the success of whatever you put out, yeah. your content. Yeah, how many and people are watching. And that content, more often than not, it was around some wretchedness, mm-hmm. right? It was around somebody getting beat up i mean i don't know how many videos were shared on that platform where somebody was getting beat up yeah bullied you know whatever and people standing around are reporting you know they're recording what's mm-hmm. going not on not helping yeah not not, inter- not intervening at all but there to watch there to egg on uh whoever's doing whatever it's turned everybody into a spectator spectator at, at the sport of life and not even a you spectator. You're not willing to get involved. You're not. Yeah. You're not a referee. You're but a not promoter. A, yeah. They, they're yeah, not just spectators. They're true. promoters. They're promoting whatever is going on there. And I think that's been detrimental, because I mean that's one end of it. But the other end is where you have people, um, young people, are more apt to do this, where they use social media, and they're bullying folks. You know, they got a crowd around them on social media. Yes, yes. You know, looking to, to see what's going on. And it's as humiliating as if the kid was beat up in a playground after school. You know, but the effects are much longer lasting. Mm-hmm. You know, and that that's one thing for as much as I appreciate the, uh, I guess, the, the, the ability to be able to connect with folks that, it used to be where you knew somebody for a season, you know, and you moved on in life. Now it's that yeah, you go back ever. to, yeah, I mean, ever really, ever. Mm-hmm. It, it has to be a conscious decision <laughs> to say, I'm just not going to associate. Enough of this. I was, I knew you at this particular about, time in life. It's about enough of this, <laughs> unfriend, <laughs> block, yeah. control, alt, delete. <laughs> hey, well, that's real. Uh, uh, okay, so my heart goes out to um, I think about uh, Ilhan Omar, 
mm-hmm. and um, uh, Congresswoman from um, Minnesota. Uh, if if you don't know who that is, you are I'm sure you do know. <laughs> but I think about how she's been the target of so many uh, attacks. Yes. And how many yes. haters, right? How many people that probably are flooding her inbox on social media who are, and if they're not directing it directly towards her, are talking about her in mm-hmm. negative ways because of, um, you know, what the orange man is doing. Um, and then I look at myself. Yes. And I say, man, I have one troll. I just have one. I have one troll. And, and and I was getting really I was getting upset about it at first. I was like, man, what does what is wrong with this guy? Every time I look up, if I post something public, you know, here's the troll. He comes along and says some some craziness. And like, why don't why why doesn't he just go away? And I think about the kids. I think about how it's a form of bullying. You know, this trolling. It's a form of bullying. Yes, that's absolutely what it is. It is bullying. Yes. Yeah, but um but then when I think about folks who really gotta deal with stuff, mm-hmm. I mean they're dealing with possibly hundreds or thousands of people. Right. That, you know, are are cool with being anonymous. Mm-hmm. Sitting behind, you know, a keyboard typing from their phones right. or whatever. Uh and will never show their faces. That's also part of the, the new reality. And I think for, for, for children in particular, it's like, do you think that would make them more defensive, less trusting, right? The I people that so. you meet, because you don't know. Yeah. And you don't have that human connection, just the basic human connection that, that we all should have. And, and if we don't have it, we need to find it. Um, you have to find that. Because if you don't, you... Like, what are we doing? What are we doing here? Like, just bumping into, you know, a, a brick wall over and over again. You have to connect. Because when you connect, then you can grow. Grow, schmo. Grow, schmo. No, no, I mean, that's, that, is, that is true. Something to think about. How do we get here? I think that's good. Mm-hmm. How do we get here? You tell us. It was like one people super go. Oh, let's not mention people super again. <laughs> all right, family. We thank you all for joining us. Uh, I'm your host and producer, Tariq Elamine, joined by... Halima Elamine. And our executive producer is Abdul Malik Mujahid. We remind you that the views expressed by the host and or guest are theirs and not to be taken as a representation of Sound Vision Foundation. Before we leave you, we want to remind you to follow us on social media at Radio Islam USA and make sure that you are subscribed to the podcast at Radio Islam USA. Easy, easy. No, no. Easy peasy. Lemon squeezy. squeezy. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Now we leave you as we greeted you. Assalamu alaikum. May the peace that only God can give be upon you.